This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to Country Not Country, a radio.com podcast. Here are your hosts, Aaron Austin and Nick Russo. Episode 31, Aaron. All right. Welcome to the show. So is this a Dirty 31 or does that, <laughs> does that stop I think we can 30? only use it during Dirty 30, but yeah. Uh, do you remember your 30th birthday? Uh, actually, I do. It was quite pathetic. Was it? Yeah, I was living in Milwaukee at the time, and I had just started a morning show, and I had no friends, and so the co-hosts that I had the show with, they were kind enough to bring their wives and take me to a very nice sushi early dinner, and so, um, so that's, yeah. That's not pathetic. That's well, good. Well, I mean, it was pathetic because it wasn't like I did anything super outrageous or you know but I I think also my co-host felt sorry for me because I had no friends <laughs> so I think that's what happened but you know I appreciated because Matthew my old co-host he was he has a very big heart so he was very sweet to do well that. that's not the only outrageous thing because uh, you just got a DM that you were about to tell me about but I was like hold on let's, let's save this yes. save this for the podcast so we're gonna open the show in just a second with some mysterious DM and I know the last time Aaron was sharing DMs uh, it was after your bikini picture. We know what we oh, got. Yeah. So from when I was 18 years old. Yeah. Okay. So uh, also Morgan Wallen, he went viral this weekend. Oh God! Not because of his music. This is a juicy story. You you made me watch the video, and I was like, oh man, there's there's so many levels of like wrongness. Yeah, I, I saw on trending topic Morgan Wallen's name, and then all of a sudden I saw these gals that were saying that he was misbehaving after the Alabama game. Mm-hmm. Apparently he likes to have a good time. Well, yes, we know that. And is, um, does it make him a deadbeat dad, though? We'll find out. All right. And, and then, uh, you know, I also need to talk about, should I get a roommate? Have you had a roommate before? Yes, but it's been a while. Like, I don't, yeah. I'm not a fan of adult roommates, so I'm probably going to try to talk you out of it. Okay. All right. And then screen time, we didn't get to talk about last time because we ran out of time, ironically. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I wanted to talk about screen time and how much time we spend on our phones and, like, just basically a little bit about that virtual versus real world okay. change. It's, it might get a little deep, but we'll try not to get too much in the weeds. And then we'll talk about some music too. Jake Bush, he's a local artist, but he's got an album release party coming up this week. And I've been working with the Texas country version of our radio station. So I've started getting in touch with the Texas country a little more. Mm-hmm. So we'll listen to Jake Bush, Gravity and You. And then also I love comparing artists' music to each other. <laughs> yes, because, you do. Uh, maybe it's a conspiracy. Maybe it's Maybelline. Uh, Bruno Mars versus Dan and Shay because Bruno Mars released a new album on Facebook. and Which is interesting. And in on itself. YouTube. It was really weird. It was, it was probably everywhere else, but the only place I saw it was on Facebook. And, and then I just found it on YouTube. So I was like, I guess he released an album and just didn't really say anything on it. Or I'm just so far out of the loop I missed it. But yeah. either way, it sounds like Dan and Shay. All right. Well, I guess we'll have to. Oh, are we going to talk about the Cody Johnson song too? Oh, yeah. We could touch on that. Cody yeah. Johnson and Reba did a duet, if you want to call it that. Uh, yeah, it's, I mean, Dear Rodeo, which we all know the song for forever, but they put a little Reba action in on it, so we're, we'll talk about that, too. Okay, so let's talk about this DM, Aaron. What's in the DMs? Uh, okay, it, this is just weird. I don't understand the DM world, and I really don't get DMs very often. Just know that the DM is a place where you might, it, it, it is the real dating world, I believe. You've, oh, God. Because really? just think about how much time you spend in social media world. And if there's someone you're attracted to and you don't really know them, but you follow them, you can reach out and make a friend. And then maybe you hook up and get together and make, it becomes a thing. You know what I <laughs> mean? It becomes like, a thing. Trust me, it goes down in the DMs was a song for a reason. Well, I, 
Okay, so I'm not on any dating apps, right? You delete the profiles. Yes, I'm not on any dating apps. I have no desire to date right now. Clearly, this girl needs J-O-B before she needs some D-I, you know what I'm saying? Right now, no desire to date. So, um, Happy to hear that. (laughs) Yeah, you're like, what the hell is she about to say? It's okay. It's always just so interesting to me how the universe works and you get these weird messages I, like, out of nowhere. So, you know, on Instagram, you've got your your mailbox, your your DMs, but then there's also, for the people that, that you don't follow, they go into a special section. It's like primary and general, and then there's, like, all requests, and then there's a subcategory to yeah. see all requests. Yeah, exactly. So, under the request, message request section, I saw, like, I had 11 requests or something. Exciting. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but then this guy is like... Hey, not sure if you remember me, but we matched a while back on one of the dating apps. Do you still have a boyfriend? And I was like, well, first of all, I wouldn't have been on a dating app with a boyfriend. I just noticed that. But and he sends his picture and I was like, okay, yeah, he looks familiar, but I don't necessarily remember connecting with him or having much of a conversation with him. And uh, so, yeah, he like messaged me and was like, hey, well, if you're interested, here's my phone number. I'd like to get to know you. And I'm like, maybe he's listened to the podcast, Aaron, and now he's in. What? what you, is it? Like what he's is like, oh yeah, maybe I'm the guy for her. You oh, never know. Okay. This, well, this could be know. what you've waited. Well, for. he sent me another one. Like, read it out loud, ma'am. The microphone's okay. in front oh, of you. God. Okay. It says, um, I've seen you on Instagram, uh, Instagram a lot, and remembered you. Oh, I remembered we matched up. Uh, well, every time I saw you on Instagram, you had a boyfriend, which is not true because i haven't had well, i don't a boy- know you were you were in egypt with a boyfriend a little over two years ago around that time or yeah. so so it's not like it's out of the question okay so. all right well i haven't had a boyfriend in like how many 10 it's, months yeah 11 maybe. months but maybe that's right. why he's now sending a message because he noticed that there wasn't one and he probably looked into your life uh just thought i'd take a chance after a little while to see if you uh if you still did uh i've been interested in getting to know you for a while but didn't want to disrespect your relationship shooter's gonna shoot i mean wow i there you go aaron so but then i thought what is that what is the universe i feel like it's a test i I thought it was a several tests i was like is somebody playing a trick on me because this usually this never happens to me number one and then number two did you ever did you ever do the i'm letting go control thing that i told you about no but uh, okay so if you said no then don't go then it is a trap don't go into it okay at least not now yeah at least don't don't dive back into that world yet yeah, well, yeah, like I didn't say it in so many words, but I might have been taking a shower and like asked God, like, what is going to happen to my life, God? And no, I was you don't like, ask what. You say, you you know? say, I'm letting go. Whatever you, whatever your will is, let it be. That's, that's the I way I mean, I said that a little bit, yeah. but not like. No, you got to do it all the way, girl. Yeah. The so, only way it works is if you do it all the way. And, yeah. and at least that's from my personal experience. Because what I was thinking about while you were talking about that was I was thinking about the last, you know, your last pseudo boyfriend, mm-hmm. right? Um, and y'all are still friends. And he mentioned that uh, he's listened to the po- your podcast or this mm-hmm. podcast. And so um, he he referenced how it feels to be talked about in a podcast, right? Yeah. Well, our whole life is on the radio, so we don't actually know what it's like for people that talk about us outside of, of a world we can see, right? So if someone mm-hmm. has conversations about us in another world, we never see them, right? But this is a way that we have conversations about people that they can hear them. So to that respect, I, I was in the same boat where the, the girl I'm interested in, I don't know if she listened to the podcast or not. If she did, she didn't tell me. Now this guy, if he listens or has listened to the podcast, he's now hearing himself get talked about in this. You well, know? yeah, it's just that is the weirdest thing about, well, our job, well, my my old job. But I came from the school of, and when I started doing mornings, my job was to talk about my personal life on the air. And I think that's always what made morning shows and radio personalities set them apart was they talked about their life and made themselves relatable. And so I've never had a problem talking about my personal life. It is weird knowing that when I talked about that last guy I dated in my blog and he heard it, he thought it was really weird. And I was like, well, were you mad? And he said, no, I wasn't mad. It was just weird. Well, it's, well, it's, it's an outside experience because you're hearing two people talk about something you're involved in, right? Mm-hmm. So like that guy, let's say the guy in that DM is listening to the podcast 
and he now hears you reading back his messages. <laughs> well, yeah. Like, yeah. I would be mortified if I heard someone reading back my messages, uh, right? Well, at least he didn't say anything, like, super creepy or whatever. Agreed, but, agreed. Yeah. But that's also why you should always be on your best behavior, mm-hmm. and, and you know, when sliding in the DMs. Because easily, you never know who screenshots you and sends you around, you know, which is okay. also why you should be careful being in DMs anyway. I Exactly. But it's just weird. And then, I mean, do I still want to have a boyfriend? Absolutely. But obviously I've got bigger fish to fry right now. And dating is the last thing on my... Yes, ma'am. I mean, right. don't get me wrong. Would would I like a little action? Yes, but I'm not. I don't even know if I. Yeah, I don't even think I'd want action because then it's like that would also screw up with my headspace. I have no desire to hook up with anybody. But it I doesn't have, make you feel better, and it's not going to oh, take you into a better place. Not. Yeah, absolutely not. So while I'm very flattered, again, I'm like, was this a trick? I don't have any desire to date. You should just do like VB does to me and just make him wait and see how long he'll <laughs> oh, stick God. around. Well, yeah. So the update on my situation yeah. real quick is uh, she kind of flaked on our Sunday brunch we had planned or mm-hmm. not brunch. It was late dinner. Uh, actually, she didn't even text me back at all, which was kind of, you know, kind of it was a, it was I'm not going to say heartbreaking, but because, again, well, I, I, disappointing, it was for disappointing. Sure. But I think I was more disappointed because I'm so damn bored by myself. Like it wasn't necessarily that I was actually disappointed. You know, mm. it was more of the fact that, damn, I was trying well, to reach out and go do something. I'm here. Is sitting it alone also again. the fact that let's. I mean, let's be honest. You have a lot of girls that do that to you. Like, they bail on the last minute. All the time. All the time. And so I can also feel your disappointment of, like, are you effing kidding me? But also, I I can't attach those past experiences to her. I know, but still. And so, like, I so come Monday, I text her, I feel like a... Uh, I, yeah, I said, okay. I feel like a towel after a shower because you just keep leaving me hanging or something like that. <laughs> it, it, and it, but it elicited a response. I had to be that creative to get the response from her, you know. Yeah. Um, but she said, you know, she's like, look, or she, she said she'd been super busy, I guess. Work had been stressing her out and that uh, and, and she actually talked to me a little bit. But that's just it. it's like I kind of just want to be the person you talk to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I want like I just like to talk. You know, that's why I just call you randomly and just talk. And even if you're not listening, you put me on mute, whatever. I, like, I've it, never put you on mute. It's an exhaust pipe. <laughs> You know what I mean? That's how my personality is. And so I can't I, I have to understand that my personality is needy in that. I love to talk to people and want to talk a mm-hmm. lot. Sometimes I don't want to talk at all, but Yeah, but, I'm the same way. But in a relationship, I have to understand that she's a person and she may be busy with her life and right now I'm just not that big of a piece. Maybe mm-hmm. one day I will be and I gotta keep talking to her and, and build on and so I've talked text her. I just don't text her every day. I guess I do text her every day, probably at least something. But I can't help it because I'm thinking about her, so I figure I should be nice to her, right? Like, what else is there to do? And at the same time, I'm not doing that to other girls. I'm not I'm not actively trying to pursue a relationship with any girls. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sure, I, I still talk to some girls in DMs, but I'm learning how to be friends with girls. You know, I don't have to be wanting them. I could be a friend with them, you know, and if they feel like I'm You're being, not always shooting your shot. Yeah, exactly. Like this guy. <laughs> and, and, yeah, and I'm, you know, that's actually shooting the shot. I think me replying to a story and just being friendly and conversational, the fact that she's really pretty is irrelevant because I'm just socializing. It's just mm-hmm. the virtual world. I'm just talking. And, and so there is that sort of like virtual okay. world, real world. Oh, well, let's get, okay, let's talk about this DM thing, because it is really a foreign concept to me, but how many times prior to now have you slid into a girl's DMs shooting your shot? But it depends how, there's different kinds of ways to shoot the shot, because I'm in the DMs quite a bit if I actually am, you know, if I'm attracted to their personality and them, like, and I say attracted, not necessarily relationship, right? I'm mm-hmm. literally attracted to their content. I'm attracted to them. Like, I kind of like what they post. I kind of like them, right? Doesn't mean I'm trying to date them, but I'm in their DMs. But shooting the shot is like, hey, we've been DMing for a while. How about we go to lunch? Okay. Right? So that, to me, is a different level of DM. Like, there is just, because some people, I imagine, have DMs just full of messages they never answer. Yeah. I mean, and well, my yeah, thing my, is I, my message request section is usually um it's just like people commenting on my story or something but i've never i and well that one time there was that penis picture but well, well so <laughs> back to the point i guess is the dms like i think it's just a place where you have a private conversation when you want to talk to somebody and people don't look at it like it's a like it's a forbidden guess, place anymore they look at it like I it's know. just your inbox where you're talking to each other but when the content comes through as a picture i'd like to get to know you i've seen you on a dating app clearly he's looking for someone to date like he is utilizing it as a dating app so i i would frame the question like this when a good looking person cold follows you 
mm-hmm. meaning they follow you. You have no, you don't know them at all. No mutual friends. Like how this person find me, whatever. Well, and, I mean, and they're attractive. Do you immediately consider whether or not you would date them? Oh, okay. This is a good. This is a good question. Immediately. This, okay, so going back to the last dude I dated, he uh, friended me on Facebook. Remember, and I was like. Ah, who is this guy? Let me look through his pictures. Oh, we got a couple mutual friends. I know this one really well. I wonder how she knows him. Okay. Look through his pictures. All right. Well, not bad. Okay. Well, I'm single, you know. I guess it doesn't hurt, you so know. I think and that's so what... and then I was like, Oh, he likes dogs. You know, he's got a dog in his picture. So you and I was like building this opportunity out of nothing yeah. from a couple pictures and a follow. Mm-hmm. And, and and to me that's that's it's kind of crazy. It's a psychological twist. Well, but do girls so clearly girls sometimes do it too then. No, yeah, I guess you're right cuz I I mean I only allowed the allowed him to be friends with me cuz I thought, well, he's probably not a total jerk cuz we've got this really good mutual friend that I I love and adore, but um yeah, and then I thought, well, what the hell? You never well, know. You well, never know what could happen. So you I never found know. it on Twitter when I follow people to get them to follow me back, mm-hmm. and someone will send me the the direct message, hey, heart eyes, so what made you decide to follow me, right? They think it's something about them that I'm attracted to them and interested in them, and I always write <laughs> and back. little do they know, you're like, I'm just trying to get some followers. Exactly. <laughs> but, but I say that. I say that, and the reaction is always not what they wanted. It's They're never like, what they want. Yeah. It's all- well, I mean, that's kind of like this guy that just messaged me. I was like, um... No, I don't have a boyfriend, but also I don't have a job, so I'm not really good dating material right now. And I'm like, but thank you. And he's like, oh, uh, well, you know, here's my number if you're interested. And I was like, how did this, like, how did this guy even find me? Like, what the hell? Come so on, girl, just, it's not hard to find you. He already saw you on a dating app. Just, and you're, you've also been on the radio, Aaron. And then, and like the guy said, he clearly told you in the DM that it was because he had seen you and you matched before. So even if you don't remember him, he remembered you and he'd been checking up. So there's yeah, that. I don't, and that's the thing. I don't remember matching with him per se, but I know it. I know if we did match, you know, let's be honest. On dating apps, you match with a lot of people, and only speak for yourself. Okay, okay. I don't match I'm... with very many people at all. Okay, so all right, fair all right. enough. But I, I which is I why I don't mess with those apps anymore because I will not well, believe. Well, I don't that... mess with the apps either. I don't need that. Ish Another right app now. I really stopped messing with was TikTok, and over the weekend. Morgan Wallen went viral on TikTok. Well, maybe he needs to stop messing with it too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think his DMs are something I'd like to see because oh, oh. Are you you know Woo! what? I I can't even imagine. Not oh, oh my god! I just oh, it's I cannot imagine. Well, he was in Alabama for the football game, and Which, I think they played A and M. Because they were had fans in the stands for Alabama, and Alabama is a huge. Come on now, what do you mean why? I, well, He's I didn't know if he had like a connection, or he was just like, "Hey, I'm going to go well, booze I'm, it up this weekend." Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure his connection is he's Morgan Wallen in Alabama. I think his mullet. <laughs> and I and I need to get some action apparently. So I guess he goes to like a bar that was having an after party, and you saw the video. It looked like it was in a club, right? Yeah. So he's in a club, and he's like take takes a shot, and then. Um, and then he turns around to take a selfie with some girl that's on the other side of the barrier. Then behind him, there's like six girls, and then he ends up making out with one of them. But did you notice that he was beat red? Mm, I did not notice he that part. He was blushing so hard. Like, he knew. He knew. I know he knew. I saw him. In, I, I, saw, I saw myself in Morgan Wallen at that moment, and I was like, uh, this guy, you- I, I was like, oh, he's so mortified right now. Because, like, he can't say no. He's got six beautiful girls from Alabama sitting around him in a club. He's drunk. I mean, And the honestly, music is hot, hype. And, like, is he really not going to make out with this girl? Hell no, he's not going to make out with her. <laughs> no way. And then is, is is there really any way that no one's going to get it on video? Hell no, there's no way nobody's going to get it on video. Hit the background of his little situation it looked like your dream come true. It was nothing like nothing but blonde girls. I was like, oh my god. He, I, I believe there were also brunettes. And just one. The, actually, the one he made out with was a brunette. So go brunettes. So the way I found it is I logged onto Twitter and actually I just tweeted or texted you about what we were going to talk about from the country perspective. And then here it comes. You know, Morgan Wallen's <laughs> trending. I'm like, well, this should be good. And I click on it. And then the first thing I saw was this girl saying. Uh, why is why is my TikTok full of Morgan Wallen making out with barely legal girls during a pandemic in Alabama? 
and then it was like, keep your nasty mullet, no, no yeah. good daddy to yourself. I was like, ooh, harsh. So there's, And so then I started digging deeper and reading more, and lots of girls apparently in that area all saw these same TikToks, right? Because they're mm-hmm. all friends in proximity or whatever. Needless to say, he probably should get an STD test and a COVID test. Well, so <laughs> further down, they start bashing him as a deadbeat dad. Oh, man. So then comes this girl who has, I guess she follows the girlfriend on the Instagram, ba- the, baby the baby mama, mama? On, yeah, okay. girlfriend, the baby mama on Instagram, and the baby mama on Instagram posted a screenshot of her text with Morgan, where Morgan's like, "Hey, I want to come see him, this and that," and she's like, "Well, I need you to get a COVID test, blah blah blah." Basically, it was just the day after all these videos had surfaced, mm-hmm. and she was basically saying, "Look, y'all can judge all you want. He's a good dad. He's still coming to see his kid. We have a good, healthy relationship. Don't let his behavior uh, make you think that there's somehow a problem." in our relationship and how we're parenting our child. Okay. That's fair. Which I thought was great because mm-hmm. that was a huge that she didn't have to do that. She didn't have to come to his aid and and stand up for him. Which true. that speaks volumes about their about whatever it is that they have between them. I just think I mean well, I mean, how old is Morgan? He's probably... 27. <laughs> yeah, like I said. <laughs> his, his frontal lobe is now I may be fully developed. Yeah, you know, 27. We were just talking about Thomas Rhett being 26 and 27. So, Isn't it? Well, that's amazing. Think about two people's lives and how they're the same age and how they chose to go totally two different routes, if you will. It's just always fascinating to me how people's lives. uh, Agreed. Yeah, I'm a I'm a big Morgan Wallen fan. So I I give him a pass on almost everything. You know, obviously Morgan's got to be more aware of uh, where the cameras are and what he's doing. But but then you then you, then he runs because he's not as big as Justin Bieber was at sixteen or seventeen, right? No. So so in that same realm, you know, Bieber and those level of stars have NDAs. So before you can come party with them, you have to sign the non disclosure agreement. You know, so no could video. Could you imagine? But yes, but I at could. The same, at the same time, it's like I don't blame them because how many times have you seen some girl like she's in bed with some celebrity and oh. they're like passed out and he she's like, oh, look the, at was me. it Julian Edelman the in, the Patriots receiver where he was sleeping in the bed and he was passed out after the night and she was next to him she took the selfie. I felt like there was somebody maybe Drake or some, you know, some rapper or something. I feel like it's James happened. Harden. James, that, I knew. It I felt like there was a Houston connection to that, too. But, yeah, it's just like... Mm. All for the clout, you know, just to be recognized and to feel like you're famous or something. Yeah, just what if they ever did that to us? That would make me... I, would I like? Oh, you know, it's <laughs> funny you say that. Back in my more dating days, I guess, when I went on more dates, I remember I was hanging out with this girl for a while, and I got really uncomfortable because I was in the kitchen making something, and she, like was recording inside my house and she was recording me in the kitchen making stuff. Mm-hmm. And I remember being like, kind of like, Oh, that's weird. Like she's sharing that on her story. Like, I don't know why it felt so weird. You know what I mean? Maybe cause was she like, Oh, Nick Russo is making me pasta or whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. Like it may have been something like that. That felt like, I was like, Oh my God. Like it was just something about that private side of myself being shared. Like when I didn't want it to be. Well, and uh, you know, I think of it too. Like with the the last guy I dated, he you know he made reference to, oh you're a radio personality. Like it was weird hearing myself being talked about. And it's like I guess I don't ever. Yeah, I'm a radio personality. Yes, I've been in this market for a long time. Yes, but you're you. I'm still me. I'm still Aaron. I'm still a chick that you know wants to be loved. Like I'm no different than anybody else. I just have had some more interesting experiences. Yeah, than you just a lot happen to be. On, you just talk to more people, and you're more well known than others. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I still go to the bathroom and. <laughs> do all of that stuff. That's usually when I have the most screen time. By the way, I'm pretty proud of it. Oh, that, that was that was a segue into screen time. Okay. So let's look at, because I'm afraid to look at last week's. I, I found that the more bored i am in my life the more, the more i keep going look. to my phone all and right. and and oh, so i'm yeah, trying to find other to ways go again i feel like an old so you go person. into settings I, and then right. you go to screen time uh, my daily average is six hours for this week which mm. is I, I had nine hours on monday mm. what mm. well i i'm okay last week when we talked about it i think four i was hours at, and 50 minutes yes i was at 
Uh, yeah, and now I'm at five hours and 11 minutes. So it wasn't up that bad. So you probably did spend more time on it, but I have a feeling that um, different days cause for different... Now, does it say, can you find out... Oh, there it out- is, Morgan Wallen on TMZ, his maskless party. That was hilarious. <laughs> See? Oh, my God, he's Poor in Morgan. trouble. Um, all right, so here's where I spend, as of today, most of my time. Um, phone, having phone conversations. Okay. So actually that, on the phone. That's a good thing. Text messages was second at 46 minutes. Instagram, 26 minutes. Facebook, 19 minutes. Safari, 12. JoelOsteen.com got a whole six minutes. <laughs> and that Macari app, which is what you sell stuff on. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that got a, a whopping five Yeah, so minutes. for today, I'm at two hours and 22 minutes. TD Ameritrade leads the way, then Instagram, <laughs> then chess, then Twitter, then text, then Facebook, then music. So, yeah. well, you know, I think it's how much time people are spending on their phones and how much, because I saw my computer now gives me screen time. I average nine hours a day on the screen time on the computer. Ooh. At least being, and I don't know if that means that it's just open nine hours a day or if I'm literally in front of it or that's the active amount of time I'm spending. And so, that's a, where, did, uh, where did you find that? Because I I have a, you have a Mac and I have a Mac. I think it's in the update on the Apple iOS system just does okay. it. But my, my whole thing was that I, I want to be more productive. And so I know where I put my energy is what's going to grow. And as I, you know, I had that conversation with you this morning, I think. And so I want to start directing my energy in a different way from social media. Like I can, I can put in, put something in, into motion in social media and then let it exist in social media and then come back to it. I don't have to always be into it, but when I am into it, I can be, I need to go deeper into it and have a more fulfilling connection. I don't tend to spend a lot of time on social media. I used to a lot more. Every once in a while, I'll find myself going down a rabbit hole and then I'm like, oop, don't like this. I don't like how it makes me feel. Um, You know, like I'll be inspecting things or comparing myself or whatever the case is. It's an unhealthy usage of of the medium. Yeah, so... And and especially lately, since now I'm fine in this weird spot where I'm trying to figure out what the heck I'm going to do with my life, I definitely don't post and don't look as much. And when I do, it's like I post it and then I get off. I don't want to sit there and go down the rabbit hole Well, too I much. think that awareness is the key. Knowing how much time I spend on my phone has helped me to spend better time on it, mm-hmm. right? By knowing, oh, Nick, you need to stop this. It's like I'm literally taking awareness of the screen time and not allowing it to rule me. And, and so to that same effect where if I feel myself going down the rabbit hole, here's the thing. If it's a rabbit hole that I'm choosing to go down because I'm learning more, like when I was first getting into the stock market, I wanted to learn more and hear more takes on the same type of thing to catch perspective. Mm-hmm. That's different. That's an engaging, healthy way to absorb information. That's that's learning. Yeah. That's, you should. We should be doing that. Reading. That's the other thing. I'm trying to read books. I just started another book about the early Greek religion before Rome took over, before Christianity. And how they used to take psychedelics to, to to get in touch with their God, and everyone would show up to the mountain. You would drink this drink, and you would have this experience that was privatized—not privatized like financially, but it was a, like you would go into this room, you would drink the drink, and that was like your communion. And then during that time, you have this experience with Mother God, is what they would say. What? Yeah, it's pretty deep stuff. But that's I'm just saying interesting. that that's where I'm directing my energy into things that are fulfilling. Because there's nothing fulfilling about comparing ourselves online to other people or looking at someone that you're attracted to and maybe romantically attracted to, but they won't give you the time of day. That's not healthy. (laughs) No, exactly. Yeah, lately, especially after my latest development, I was finding myself just spending unhealthy time on the app, and it was bringing me down. And I was like, Aaron, you've got bigger fish to fry than worried about x y and z like don't don't even like life is so much more grand than those apps mm-hmm. i'm not off the app obviously but i had to remove myself quite a bit yeah and, just, and change and my pattern maybe for sure and taking note of that is is the first step of all of it like for me i'm trying to battle not waking up and just going through my phone i want to try to re, re rewire myself to wake up recognize the time from the phone and then go to the bathroom and brush my teeth and go about start my morning before beginning the social experience. Isn't that interesting? Because what do we do most often? I wake up, I look at my phone, check Instagram. check all my notifications because I have it on do not disturb when I go to bed. Same. So I go through all my notifications. And this is also really screwed up because I'm like, oh, no one 
No one texts me while I was sleeping. And I get disappointed. Like, what the no hell? One, well, that, if you, next time you feel disappointed, just know I haven't woke up to a text message in close to seven months. Okay? <laughs> like, just know that nobody texts me until I text them. Yeah. Like, it's I mean, just and, it's a way of life and around if, here. if I do have any text now, it's just from my girlfriends in Milwaukee. Like, hey, Aaron, we're checking on you. Still alive over there? <laughs> you know, like, they just want to make sure I'm okay. But that's pretty much all i ever get anymore so yeah, yeah. And, and, and that's where screen time is is that is double is a double-edged sword you know because we're always like they're tools we got to have it well, you know yes but also now especially since we're st- spending so much time at home they've almost become our friends which is really screwed Ooh, that's crazy you think about it Okay, before my insurance ran out, I did my circle tour of Houston doctors, right? And made every doctor's visit I possibly could. Think about this back in the day before cell phones. What would you do when you sat in the office? Read a magazine. Maybe watch TV that they had. Bring a book. And now what do you do? On your phone, neck down. Neck down, watch, looking at your phone. Everybody. and Or you might have uh, engaged in conversation with somebody next to you. No more. Pandemic. No, yeah. I don't want your germs, and I've got a phone. And, and all my why friends are you are... bothering me and talking to me? Oh, that, that drives me crazy. Like, that, that, that is going to be a movement I'm going to start, Aaron, is about it, it's the reverse talk to strangers. You remember when growing up, they always told us not to talk to strangers? Right. I'm going to start the talk to strangers movement where like hey you see someone i dare you to say hi and smile at them for no reason at all why just do it and see what the (laughs) hell happens well and you never know and i'm guilty of the same thing especially sometimes in the elevator there would be somebody to get on and i'm just like looking at my phone or you know and maybe and there's a million different reasons why you don't want to engage sometimes you're not having a good day you don't want to engage but then also you never know if you do, that person might be having a bad day, and you might make them feel a little bit better. But exactly, and I, and I think that there's like when I go sit by myself at the restaurants or the bar area, I do this daily, right? I and I see and I and I go through this. Do I want to talk to the person next to me or not? You know, fifteen twenty years ago, there would have been no question if 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 cell phones had never come around. There is no question that if I was sitting at the bar, I would not even second guess it to ask the person next to me I how they're doing. I think that's also very much a guy thing. I think guys are really good at sitting at the bar and chit-chatting the person that's next to them. Girls typically don't sit at a bar unless they're at a bar with another girl or, or they're having if they're happy. by themselves, they're probably married. Well, and my other thought was... Or I would think if I were a guy and I saw some pretty girls sitting at the bar, I'd be like... Is she for hire? <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, you know, it's funny. The last Especially time I was... Especially here in Houston a lot of times. I was at Papacito's, and the gal was sitting the bar. She was a really pretty woman. Like, I remember being like, wow, she's really pretty to be sitting by herself. But she wasn't dressed up. She was dressed down. She was wearing, like, gym shorts and a T-shirt, but she's still just a pretty woman. And I, I went. I was racking my brain whether or not I was going to say hi or strike up a conversation at all, and I, I chose not to. And mm-hmm. so, so then she leaves, and, all, and I noticed that she had a margarita, chips, and queso, and that was it. So she showed up for a drink, queso, and left. And so I asked the bartender, I'm like, all she had was margarita and queso? He's like, yeah, she's getting married tomorrow. She, was, uh, she said she was just settling her nerves a little bit, and she just wanted to take a break from everything. And then uh, Sounds like somebody was having a little bit of regret. <laughs> well, you know, that's what I was, yeah, it's like, what's going on here? But, but also, that goes to show that there's no telling what's going on in her mind. Mm-hmm. There's no telling what's going on in the next person. So it's okay to talk to strangers every now and then. You're, if you're a grown-ass person, talk to strangers. Because you know what? You might learn something. Well, and I think about airplanes. I mean, oh yeah! Oh, I will uh, talk your ear off if you if you let me in on the conversation. If you're sitting next to me and you let me <laughs> in, we're about to walk it. We're well, about to talk the whole fucking flight. And what's crazy is I know several people that met their spouse on a flight, and now nobody wants to talk to anybody. And also, nobody talks. To, well, nobody's flying anywhere. But now you have a mask on, so it's like you engage in a conversation with somebody, and then they take their mask off, and you're like, "Oh hell!" You oh, know? well, that's a, that's a whole nother uh, <laughs> twist right there. Like, my favorite is going to Hooters during the pandemic because they're mm-hmm. wearing a face mask, yeah. and you don't know what they look like. You only see oh. their eyes, and you're like, "Oh man, come on, girl, you gotta take that off for me. You gotta, uh, you gotta well, pull it down one time. I mean, pull you gotta it down. imagine they're working at Hooters. They can't, you know, they can't be too bad." So often you see someone's whole face and you make a judgment. 
and mm-hmm. you don't realize how much of the judgment maybe comes from their teeth or their nose or their cheeks or something yeah. that, you know, this just the eyes, you can't make the, like, and you have to. And thank God, I've been oh. told my eyes are my superpower. So, yeah, bring it yeah, on. Yeah, for me, Let's... it's my eyebrows and eyelashes, so it works, you know. <laughs> yeah. but, but I also found that I seem to get along with people that are wearing a mask when I'm wearing a mask easier. Oh, do you, feel, you mean like you feel like they judge you less? No, I feel like we're just, we could talk to each other. As weird as it is, it's almost like there's this filter with the mask on between the people that allow them to be honest with each other. We see eye to eye, no pun intended. Hmm. That's, yeah, that's an interesting little observation. Speaking of observations, Aaron. Oh, uh, <laughs> I love your cheesy segues today. I know, I've been all over it, right? Coming up next on Country Not Country. And so my thought is that Bruno Mars worked closely with Cam from Midland. Oh, I knew you were going to bring up this. And so thing. there's no doubt that Bruno Mars influences country music at this point. Like he is he is an integral part of the country music um, That movement. might be that might be a little bit of a stretch, but maybe not. Coming up next on Country Not Country. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I was on Facebook on my phone mm-hmm. a couple nights ago, like everyone else in the world, sitting alone at my dining room table scrolling. I'm trying to figure out where this is going. And I found... Bruno Mars's music. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I went to his page, and I realized he has posted the lyric videos to his new music each, like, two or three times in the last couple weeks. And then I found him on YouTube, and I was like, I guess he just released an album. And, yeah, I mean, let um, me look at Apple Music. Okay, I, I'm going to play two seconds of oh. this song, and I want you to guess whether it's the Bruno Mars new song or is this Dan and Shay, I Should Probably Go to Bed. Okay, go Okay, on. so you ready? Yes. Here we go. Two seconds. Mm. Which one was it? Was it Bruno Mars or was it Dan and Shay? Oh, this is a game. What do I win? Um, I'm going to go with, ooh, I'm going to go Bruno Mars. You're right. Now I'm going to play Dan and Shay. Mm-hmm. Do so the other gonna, one again? Hold on. I'm going to... All of my friends finally convinced me to get out of the house to help me forget, to help me move on. Then I heard you back in town in a crowd of strangers and lovers. First, I want to know what you think of the song. Well, I haven't even heard the Bruno Mars. I know, but what do you think of that song? Oh, well, I mean... I, I've always liked it. I never thought it was a country. It's definitely a pop song, but um, hey, yeah, easy. I liked it. So you're saying it's not country? It's definitely not country. Me and my <laughs> me and my best friend Matt had this conversation. I was like, "Come on, man, you can't hear country in that." And he's like, "Nick, really?" I'm like, "Come on, man, <laughs> it's Dan and Shay, you know." But so here's the Bruno Mars song. I'm gonna start it back from the beginning because two seconds already played. I really like it. I And what's funny, I don't like slow songs. Typically, slow songs make me want to stab myself in the eye, but I like that. And then I was thinking, man, I'd really like Bruno Mars to just sing me to sleep one night and just caress my hair. <laughs> <laughs> On a lyrical level, they're talking about the same thing. Yeah, very much so. Like, there's no way they weren't in the same brainstorming session. Like somebody, somebody, there's got to be a link between the two of them. There has to be. I don't know what it is, but there has to be a link. There's no way that those two songs sound like that and none of the creators were working together at any point. Mm. I refuse to believe it. (laughs) 
it's not a conspiracy theory. I'm not saying it's a conspiracy. I'm saying it's a coordinated but effort. Let's be honest. Many There's many good ideas out there, and many people can have the same good idea. Well, I put it with the the uh, Parker McCollum pretty heart, Maddie mm-hmm. and Tay die of a broken heart. The heart oh, thing. Yeah. It's the, I mean, same, it's the same thing. It's that. Well, that's not the same thing. I can see this is very texturally very similar lyrically very similar they're two they're, one's a but white cotton shirt you, one's a black cotton shirt that's the difference could you would there be a lawsuit in you know in court saying that you ripped off the lyrics i don't think so because there's an agreement that's oh, what God. i'm saying there oh, has God. to be an, there's no way that two songs that close together can come out and sound that similar and that they haven't agreed that hey yeah it's, i know yeah it's cool I, I think it sounds like that but we're all working on that vibe right now like there's like this. There- well, I mean, it's like the TV show. I we've talked about this before. The TV show Songland, where they'll take this song and then they completely strip it down, restructure it, and it turns into a completely different song. Also very similar to uh, the song with Kane Brown, "Short Skirt Weather" and uh, "Florida Georgia Line." I love my country. I love my country. Yeah. So that is actually the same song. They just redid the lyrics. Took everything else that's the, the, so the same. That, so that would be another instance where we're not going to say it's a conspiracy. It's an agreement. They understand. But if you look at the Florida Georgia Line song, Kane Brown is one of the co-writers. So, so they had per, like almost like permission to strip Agreed, it. agreed. And so my thought is that Bruno Mars mm-hmm. worked closely with Cam from Midland. Oh, I knew you were going to bring up this. And so thing. there's no doubt that Bruno Mars influences country music at this point. Like he is, <laughs> he is an integral part of the country music um, that movement. might be that might be a little bit of a stretch, but maybe not. Maybe I'm just not. saying, there's there, it's very likely they all I got mean, similar Cam friends. Is definitely the connection it, with Bruno Mars to country that is for sure. And so then, if there's any relation between Midland or Cam, and then Bruno Mars or any, or excuse me, Dan and Shay and any of Dan and Shay's people, then it would make sense that they were in the same songwriting well, circle. Also, Dan and Shay's manager is the same manager as Justin Bieber. And get uh, out of here. You just dropped that on me. I didn't know that. Yeah, you didn't know. Well, there you go. There's the manager. Is it Scooter Braun? Yeah. Oh, well, there. So Scooter Braun is the missing link then between all of it. So Scooter Braun is probably up there pulling strings because isn't he a part of a major label now? He's like a super high up, I Mm -hmm. think. Yeah, I think. Doesn't he own all of Taylor's music? Yeah, he got into some tiff with her about that. Wow, there it is, Aaron. See, together we can investigate anything, figure it all out. I can, you know, solve universe problems. And if Bruno or Dan and Shay want to come on and talk about this, um, I'd love to hear. I'd love to get some true the way, information. We got one more country song to play, and this one is for our country fans who are like agreeing with you that and well, Dan and Shay, I should probably go to bed is not country. Um, <laughs> I got Jake Bush. This is called Gravity and You, and this is it's got a, like a forty second intro, so I cut it. I love a long intro, but uh, I cut it down. So we're gonna start from the uh, thirty four second mark. Okay. Wait, I gotta pause it. I just realized I'm not trying to make all. Like, I, I realize you, when you said you don't like slow music, I realize I must really like slow music because I always pick slow songs to listen to. I guess I feel like. Maybe yes, not. yes, you do. Yeah, now, I think it's more. It's just the tone of music that there's not a lot of upbeat music out right now. That's not WAP. You know what I mean? Well, man. Well, the Carly Pierce that we played, but that was my bringing that. To but it was table. also broken hearted. Well, it's it, broken hearted, but it was faster it was paced. Okay, definitely. so all right, back to Gravity and you, Jake Bush. Sorry, Jake. If you didn't hold me in my place I swear I'd come untethered Like a feather float away And drift along on any old wind And a tangle in a tumble And a circle in a spin The only thing that keeps my feet on the ground Keeps my world from running up upside down Like being the clowns or sitting on some bar store If you don't think I think I'd grow I do For gravity in you All right, that's it. All right, not bad. Pretty good for being just a guy out of Houston without a whole lot of production behind him. Oh, that, so that's his story? So, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know the whole story, but, I mean, he's just a local guy, and he's been kind of trying to get I mean, his I've name out. I've heard his name before, but um, 
I haven't really heard any of his music, so. Good stuff. Uh, yeah, that, I mean, that was one of the first ones I've heard from him. And and I actually, I want to say that when he first released it, it was right around my birthday because this video came out June 28th, June 27th is my birthday. So he sent me a message, I think, or a tweet and asked me to listen to the single and let him know what I thought. Mm-hmm. And I, I will always do that, by the way. Like if someone sends me their music, sometimes I might not react because it just does. I mean, no offense, some some music doesn't garner a reaction from me like what I, what i would want to say is you know I, I try to find the most constructively critis- critical thing to say that helps Wait, everyone. you don't want to be a simon cowell yeah but i am like i think about it like a simon cowell like if, if something is terrible and they should come up with another idea i will i feel that i might not say that but i i just won't say anything because i don't feel comfortable like they don't know me well enough to know that i mean that from a good place you know what i mean right but if something is is good and I think it's good. I'll tell you it's good. Or if it needs a little bit of work, I'm happy to tell you. Or if I somehow feel like I might be able to guide you, then I will guide you. And so I put uh, Jake Bush's song on our Texas country station. And so he's in like the top 20 right now of okay. the Texas charts. So uh, I think that's really cool for him. Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah. And so there's kind of like that other vibe where with this podcast where we find like Hayden when Hayden first came on the show yeah and I had actually uh speaking of the DMs I had uh Texas country artists hit me up in the DMs and was you know wanting to come on our show I was like oh you'd be perfect for the podcast who's that James Taylor James he was on he was on the uh bachelorette I think we follow each other on Twitter or Instagram, mm-hmm. one of those. So Didn't he used to come do rounds here at the radio station and, like, sing to the girls and bring roses to them and stuff? I, I think he would do that with the girls on mix. Mm. Mm-hmm. Never to the country girls? No. He came to the country studio one time. He had a buddy with him. There was a guy that it was a baseball player or something, or there was some, or maybe he was another Bachelor contestant, and they were both singers. Oh, maybe. And that's a, that's a good possibility. That's So James McCoy Taylor, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, once we get clearance to have a guest in the studio again, we'll, we'll work on that. Yeah. So real quick, I do want to talk about your roommate before we wrap this up. Yeah. So my girlfriend, she's, I would call her my slumlord millionaire friend. She owns a lot of houses. She's a miser with her money. Like she's the one I had a garage sale with this weekend. So she's been checking in on me and she's like, all right, Aaron, what have you done today? Have you, have you, Filed for unemployment. Did you do this? Did you, uh, what else? Did, did you call your mortgage company? And so she's been, you know, being kind of my mama money person. And she's like, all right, you need to get a roommate. And I was like, ooh, ah, I don't well, know. I think if you found like a college kid, that might be workout really good. Well, that's the thing. Like, ooh, well, they have to like dogs. Um, so there's that. But also, I have a three bedroom house. Right now, one of those bedrooms has turned into my office. So I've got my little studio in there. The other room is straight up just a spare bedroom. So somebody could rent it out, but then it's like, do I get rid of all of my stuff in that room? Or do I let them use that room and they, you know, it's furnished, if you will. I would Airbnb it. Hmm. Because people, like my buddy Matt, he found that it's very, very common for people to literally rent out a bedroom for eight hours. So people are coming into town. And that they, sounds nasty. It's real. No, no, no. It's like some, <laughs> That sounds like, hey, let's go get this Airbnb for eight hours and bang it out. Well, <laughs> like, yeah, obviously they can decide against her for it. You know, they charge per person also, so it could get expensive in that respect. But, but he like when he went to San Antonio for a concert, he found an Airbnb, somebody who was offering a bedroom for rent, and it was for $50 and uh, – and it was a, it was like a it was separate from the house right so it was like oh. this it was an adjacent I think I think it may have been in the house but whatever it was it was a room literally a room that he charged the guy charged fifty dollars a night and so you'd spend the night and then you pay him Venmo or Pash, Cash Cash or PayPal or Cash App he'd leave the key at the front door it was just the room and he so he instead of staying at a hotel he would just stay at this Airbnb yeah I don't know if I am comfortable with total randos all of the time. But, yeah, that's the other thing, having a roommate. So the last time I had one, this is probably, oh, God, four four or five years ago. And um, it was with a girl that, you know, worked here at the radio station. She lived with me for a couple years. And that was the first time I had a roommate that was a a girl or lived with a, another girl for a while, you know. Um, I mean, probably since Would college. y'all share a bathroom or do you have your own bathroom? We had our own bathroom. Okay, so I, th- I think as long as you have your own bathroom and you're open to it and they're f- comfortable, then I don't see it. 
if especially if you're going to make an extra thousand bucks a month or something, whatever you charge them, like I don't like I, that. Yeah, I don't set your price of where you would feel comfortable having someone else in the home. Look for twenty five hundred, you can sleep here. <laughs> you oh, know wow. what I mean? Like, I don't know about that. I mean, that wouldn't. It's like set your price. So, well, I mean, and then it's like, do I want them in my business? Well, they don't have to be in your business to live in your house. No, not. I mean, but not you that, also would have to become their friend at least to some degree, right? Well, yeah, maybe and that's you, nice. maybe you need a friend that has a, needs a place to stay. I thought of that too, and I'm like, do I know anybody that needs a, a place to stay? And I can't really think of anybody at the moment. I think maybe maybe someone who has a connection to like U of H or um, someone who has a connection to a, and you have like an incoming student who needs a place. And so someone who's going to be busy, preoccupied and they're doing their own thing. They don't have time for your business and they just need a place that's inexpensive that they can stay. That's close. Like mm-hmm. maybe a student at HBU. That's kind of close. I mean, re- it's reasonably close to where you live. Um, I just, I don't know. I think maybe that's the route because roommates are tough. That That's the thing. It's like, do I really seek that Avenue out to try to supplement my income in the interim or do I just like buck it up and just suck it up and figure out my finances? You well, know what I mean? I've already told you what if I were your uh, life financial planner, what I would do. But uh, wait, uh, what was that? To use the CARE Act, take out a year's salary out of the four hundred one k or whatever you feel comfortable that you can make it for ten, twelve months on. Pay and put the money away so that you can pay your mortgage, so you don't have to worry about the bills, and then and pay off your credit card, so you're debt free and you have money in the bank. And do whatever you want to do. Go see places you want to see. Go travel to places you want to go. And just, like, let life come to you by doing what you enjoy doing. Like, just go enjoy yourself for three or four months. Like, maybe it is a maybe it is a world tour and you actually map it out. And you, and you find it and you look at how much it costs. And you have the money. If you have the money in your 401K, you, you factor that in to what you take out. You're like, I'm going to take a year's salary and I'm going to travel the world. Well, remember we did talk about this before. One of the top 10 places on my go list that I want to see in the world, I mean, there's a lot of places, but I've always had this fascination with Africa. And, you know, Egypt was one place. I didn't get to see all of it, but I got to see, you know, a good portion, and I'd still like to go back. Uh, But South Africa, I've always been just fascinated about South Africa, and I want to go there, and I want to go on a safari and do all of that. But going to Africa, that is definitely a at least a two-week trip if you don't want to rush yourself and so I always thought like well maybe maybe that would be the time that I would go then but then we've got COVID right now so you can't go to Africa yeah but but, it doesn't mean you can't start planning the trip for 2021 and and start looking ahead that way I really and also I really think that you're pretty great at um planning trips and so whatever trip you plan for yourself you do sort of a like who wants to come with me type of thing and mm-hmm. you'll plan the trip for them and 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 become a trip planner type deal or you you do simple trips first to build your travel blog and then once you've built your travel blog then you parlay it to bigger trips and then you bring in sponsors to add it like i'm telling you there's lots of ways to cut that thing yeah and then i also thought maybe i'd go back to australia like i have a high school friend he lives there and i haven't seen him for years and i was like hey maybe when this covid thing's over you know maybe i'll come and visit you but um well i just need two percent of annual income if you end up doing the travel blog idea and it becomes money so like if you start making oh, like a hundred thousand a year I, okay. I, I just need uh two hundred dollars a month yeah it may, and <laughs> all right whatever uh, uh i think right. you still owe me royalties on something else but it's fine i think it was stock market oh honestly, yeah yeah that's still that's still to be determined so, all right, I think that's it, Aaron. We made it. Well, it was an hour before the editing, so mm. we're right there. Okay. Do you want to say the ending or you want me to say the ending? Uh, that's a wrap. Never miss an episode of Country Not Country with Aaron Austin and Nick Russo. Make sure to download the Radio.com app and subscribe to this podcast. Country Not Country, a Radio.com podcast. Special thanks to executive producers Sarah Frazier and Chase Murphy. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.